Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we watched 13 Ghosts. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Well, not a lot. Not a lot? No. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. I've been working lots. Yeah. Which is good, but it's also kind of boring. Yeah. Unless, it's not like, ideal. If your workplace has lots of drama, I suppose, it's not boring. But it's not as good as like being at home, is it? Yeah. You'll be thankful, though, when you get your wage. When you get paid loads of money. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, woo, well, money. Loads, loads of money. Yeah. Loads of money. Probably ought to buy a yacht with all the money I make. <laughs> <laughs> all the overtime you've done. All that money. Imagine that. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> uh, what have I done? Not a lot. Watch the Eurovision semi-final. Oh, Eurovision. Oh, it's so, it's so did you good. Watch, did you finish watching it? No, I haven't finished watching it yet. I was very disappointed with the choices of the semi-final that went oh, in. really? I feel like the more sort of boring songs kind of got in. Oh, we don't want that. We want silly songs. Yeah. Like the uh, the Wolves. Norwegian Wolves. Did they not get in? They got in. Okay, that's all right then. Yeah, I was like, if they don't get in, I'm going to kick off. But they <laughs> did get in, and I was like, yes. They reminded me very much of, uh, was it Elvis, who did that? What does the fuck say? Elvis I Prince? Was... I don't think it was Elvis No, Elvis. <laughs> yeah, it was like E-L-V-I-S-S. Oh, right. Very similar to that, I think. But probably the same people mm. under I do a different thing. Really I like your vision, but sometimes I find I get really tired before it's finished. But I feel like I have to stay up. It's but very I just long. couldn't do it on the same Yeah, we we recorded it because yeah. I I couldn't yeah. actually finish it. <laughs> but I do think it's worth watching. I watched just, the, in a couple of sittings. Yeah, I watched the, uh, the like the performances, and then we watched the voting afterwards. I very much enjoyed the uh, halftime interlude. Which was Benny Benassi oh. dropping some beats. Yeah. Because he put in the theme from Tenebrae. Because oh. I was like, I know this tune. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, Italian. Because it's in Italian, Italy, yeah. Italian. I was like, of course they're going to put, they're yeah. gonna put Goblin in there. Well, they're, they're, yeah. yeah. But I didn't, I didn't think that Goblin were that sort of well-known that he would put that in. But I enjoyed it anyway. So oh, yeah, well done. Having, isn't it? Well done, Benny Benassi. Good work. That's what I say. Uh, yeah. So, in all that crazy fun, we watched 13 Ghosts, or the 13 Teen <laughs> Ghosts, as it is known in many circles. It's from 2001. I thought it was from the 90s. But I thought it was from about 1997. Yeah, yeah. 2001. It's kind of the cusp of the mm. 90s, isn't it? it I think like, the style's still very much yeah. the same. Well, when we reached the year 2000, we suddenly didn't, like modernise everything. It was no, still like the year two thousand is still the same as like nineteen ninety nine in terms of yeah. fashion and stuff. I reckon probably till about two thousand and five mm. we were still in the nineties. Yeah. It's got a five point six out of ten. Oh. Uh what else? It was directed by Steve Beck and the synopsis is Arthur inherits a mysterious glass house only to find out there's ghosts in the cellar. Oh dear. Oh dear. Written a haiku. Excellent. I forgot to write one last week. Oh. I know. I did write one, though. I did write one for last week, Excellent. so it's fine. But I remembered this week, so. Man inherits house. Matthew Lillard will help them. Is the uncle dead? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I remember when this came out, but I didn't watch it when it came out, so I've only just recently actually seen this. This well, is like the second opposite. Viewing. I saw it when it first came you out. You actually seen I've a actually film? I've seen a film, yeah. This is exciting. Very rare for me, I suppose, because it's a PG-13. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is that a 15 in England? I feel like it should be a 15. Um, yeah, I think it's either a 15 or a 12. It could, I don't a. think it's... I don't know if it... No, I don't think it was a 12. Maybe 15. 15. 15, yeah. yeah. Kind of mid-level. Yeah. yeah. It was all like that that and like um, the ring and stuff like that, that kind of level. It's a good introduction, I, I suppose. So, yeah, we open on a junkyard at night and it's all very creepy. And a truck blasts through some gates with a, a group of... They look like a SWAT team yeah, or something. Yeah, but they were wearing raincoats. Yeah, but they're all wearing weird, like... I feel like they were like going for the Blade Runner look mm. with the clear raincoats, which I really want, by the way, after I, I watched Blade well, Runner. I think you need to make sure you've got the right outfit underneath I think them. she... There's one... There's a scene, I think, where she's got this yellow raincoat on, but it's like see-through yellow. It's amazing. Oh. And I was like, need it. Mm. I've never found one yet, though. The hunt continues. So... We've got Matthew Lillard, who I think he's called Dennis, but I'm probably going to call him Matthew Lillard because me. And an old man appear who is quite dapperly dressed and he's got a cane, but he does look very, very sinister. Yeah. He looks dodgy, yeah. And uh, Matthew Matthew Lillard's like, I don't like this. We need to get F he's out of here. Happy, is this he? is horrible. But the old guy's like, no, we've come here for a reason. And then he's like, where is he? So. It turns out that Lillard is a, some kind of ghost psychic and he touches the floor and realises that there's like 40 victims that have been buried mm. there by this this person who they're, they're kind of... Is it the juggernaut? Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to catch the juggernaut. So each ghost has its own name backstory, but I'll go through that later. It's very exciting. So... The old man's like, bring the cube! And they bring this big cube. And then all I was thinking about was the uh, TV programme. The TV the show <laughs> with Philip Schofield. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, thinking about that. That's, that was an early version of the Maybe eventual Philip Schofield version. Yeah. I think so. I think that's exactly what I happened. I think Philip Schofield probably makes it more challenging. In, the person who completes the task in the cube. You know, the like mysterious yeah. faceless person. I reckon they're a ghost. Um, they're completing the tasks. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this this is where it kind of starts to kind of like chaos ensues, basically. So a car drops, and and like Matthew Lillard's getting like really bad vibes from from this. He's like he's like a psychic, so he's got like a sort of. It's almost like um, it's like psychic, but like an empath ability, yeah. so he can feel all the deaths and stuff. It's really what a horrible like. Skill to have. Great. I'm glad this film is fictional, actually. Yeah, it is horrible. So basically, he, I think, he ends up like grabbing the old man who's called Cyrus by accident, and he sort of sees this machine and stuff, and he, and he's like, obviously, he must realize what he's doing, and he's like, oh no, this is bad. I don't really want anything to do with this. And then there's a woman there who I think I'm fairly certain it was the woman who was in Goldeneye. I think she was. Natalia, Natalia in Goldeneye. Hmm. Yeah, the not 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 the bad one, the good oh, one. Oh yeah. The one and um not, yeah, not Fanny Jansen. Jansen. Yeah, 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 the other one. I'm sure it's her. With bodies. I um, liked it with Boris. Boris played by um Guy. Oh Alan Cumming. Yeah. Yes. I love Goldeneye, it's so good. It was so good. <laughs> so yeah, she, she. this woman's like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what's going on. This is terrible. And then he's like, we need the 13th ghost. And I was like, they said the name of the film. <laughs> I love it when they do that. Uh, Matthew Lillard is out. 
Uh, and he's like, I thought you were psychic. I thought you could handle this. And he's like, I am out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like I this. I cannot handle this. And then uh, the the old man Cyrus is like, release the bait. And at first I thought it was Matthew Lillard. And I was like, <laughs> don't use Matthew Lillard as bait. Matthew this is Lillard horrible. Bait. You'd attract movie fans who enjoy his... Good nature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'd just be like, I'm a big fan of your working screen. <laughs> uh, so it turns out he's not the bait. What a, what the bait is, is a massive truck full of blood, which is really strange. I did think, though, if that big tanker thing was full of blood, the amount of blood that it actually sprayed on the ground would only be a tiny amount compared to the actual capacity of that tanker. Absolutely would. Because you could literally also, spread that much blood off like a fire extinguisher full blood of blood. in a tanker, surely. No, it would coagulate. You'd yes. have to, A, have a smaller capacity tanker. No. Well, yeah. I don't know. It might be cold. It, I mean, I suppose it Because you can get be. to, like, cold tankers, can't you, I suppose? Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're hot. overthinking it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> this isn't the crucial part of the film, but it just stood out as it, something yeah. that just seemed... It didn't... It's like the least believable part of the film to me. Not the ghosts. <laughs> Not the ghosts. The the fact that the, the tanker size didn't of the tanker compared to, and it, it came was out with little spouts it, on the bumper. It was making me think of the stuff as well. Oh yeah, which mm. made me laugh. So they all have these like clear glasses, which apparently make you be able to see ghosts. Which we decided that he should have just marketed. Just marketed those. He would have been a fortune. Oh, he would have upset the entire world with his discovery of yeah. being able to like, and he could. Like, go around Roman castles and put them on and be like, oh, there goes Claudius or whatever. Look at him. There he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could literally make more than billions off this billions, technology. Trillions, quadrillions, yeah. just all the money in the world. And he should have just it's marked it. And his uncle would have been like, no, not his uncle, uh, Tony Shalhoub would have been like, oh, I'm really glad you've got the been family getting some of that you've made sweet, an amazing discovery. Yeah. Ghost class money. Yeah. Yeah. And then he wouldn't have to live in his tiny sad apartment. Mm. It'd be great. If it was a really sunny place, you could have like tinted ones. Tinted go yeah. I mean, you could do you could do partnerships with glasses. You could have Ray Ban ones. Yeah. You could do like oh, you could have big jazzy you know, frames. Ray Ban Ray Ban presents ghost glasses. Yeah. Oh. We could turn it into big endless. screens and have like an aquarium. With ghosts, ghosts in, like trap, trap them in. Like you might have like manta rays. That's essentially around. what his house was. Yes, but like you could visit. Yeah. But then you could have like the nice one, where it's like nice, nice ghosts. ghosts, and then the like. Horrible and you could have like one. a scary one. Yeah. And then you could have like a one where it's like appointment only to meet like Churchill and discuss matters and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, the possibilities yeah, random. But no. But no, no. He alienated his entire family. He squandered family. his gift. Oh, mm. my God. So, these glasses, this was, because um, obviously this is a remake by, I think I think the original's by William Castle. Oh, really? And he, yeah, he made a few, he made another film called The Tingler, I think. What? And, um, but the, the sort of thing of his showings like the screens mm. they were always like interactive and stuff oh. so i don't know whether there was like glasses that you could put on in this in the oh. cinema and stuff because oh. i think they were gonna sh- i feel like they were gonna film this in 3d as well but they never oh i wouldn't like um, that i'd be climbing out my seat i think that'd be really good like if it was done well it'd be a really cool like sort of interactive thing to do but 
I've only seen but Titanic from the original. 3D. I mean, as in, I've seen Titanic normally, but the only 3D film I've seen has been Titanic. I have seen a few films, and honestly, I wasn't overly enamoured with any of them. Because I yeah. think a lot of films are shot in 2D, but then converted mm. to 3D, so they just kind of look like, you know, like the sort of video games where the background's yeah. a bit wider. Makes you feel a bit film, seasick. Yeah, the only film that I've actually seen in proper 3D was Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh. And and actually, that was really good. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like the three D was really good in it. Yeah, they don't seem to do it anymore, do they? No, they went through a phase, didn't yeah. they? Of like, never had those sunglasses. Yeah, but I feel like it's kind of gone out of favour now, yeah. hasn't it? What are the next things going to be? Oh my god, holograms, holograms, four D, four D. Yeah. What's 4D? Like your chair, like moves and stuff. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant it would be like... Oh, like if there's what... Like we, we went on one in Ferrari World where it was 3D, but then you were sat in a chair and it was um like racing. Mm. So like the chair was moving and stuff. Oh. And then like there was a bit where it ran through a puddle and a bit of water squirted at oh, you and stuff. Oh, wow. That sounds... It's really good, actually. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, depending on the film. But, I mean, for me, I'm not overly bothered. I know I'm watching a film and... It's like people with like Ultra HD and stuff. I'm like, I know I'm watching telly, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't need it's to like, be HD <laughs> to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not bothered. But yeah, the, the, the glasses were kept from the original like that. Mm. I feel like it's kind of loosely based on the original. I've never seen it, actually. I mean, you Maybe we should. Yeah, we should watch it. If it's anything like the original Fly, I am absolutely in. Oh, that I really was good though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So they uh, they put these glasses on and... They power this cube up and they start translating this like it's it sounds like I all I could think of is like it sounds like ancient Sumerian, it's like Evil Dead. That's what I was thinking. And everywhere goes cold because I mm. you know, that's like the the sign that ghosts are there. A load of cars start tipping, people get thrown, there's a guy gets like squished in between Ooh. two cars, he just gets like bent in yeah. half. Like considering this was a, a PG thirteen or fifteen. It's film. quite violent. It's quite yeah. like the the effects are good. Done by Greg Nicotero, mm-hmm. protege of Tom Savini, so obviously they're gonna yeah. be good. And then this ghost appears, which is the juggernaut, and it's just this big scary dude who looks quite angry. Starts throwing all the sort of army oh, men everywhere. Dear. He ends up going into the cube because he follows this man in it, and he just basically just smashes this guy against this cube, kills him, and then they're like, ha-ha, you are caught. Got you now. Got number 12. And then uh, we hear a woman scream, and it's this woman, I think her, like, other half's dead on the floor. And then it sort of pans round, and Cyrus is dead, and uh, with, like, a big... It's like a bit of a car, bit of a I think, car. that's like across like his neck. So, or something. Like, yeah. so, yeah, he's dead. That's terrible. Well, and then he did go to a car bin, whatever those places are. What are they called? Junkyard. Junkyard. A car bin? <laughs> couldn't think of the word then. <laughs> a car bin. They're car not bin. like incredibly dangerous places to be. It wasn't great. And yeah. also that ghost seemed pretty mad. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, yeah, all the, all the ghosts seemed quite mad, apart from the mum. The mum was pretty yeah, chill. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to a perfect happy family, and it's Shannon Elizabeth and the little boy playing, and and then Tony Shaloub. Oh yeah. Who who you told me was monk, monk. and I was like, that's what I'd seen him in. It's driven me insane. I haven't monk. 
watched Monk for years. I haven't, but I really liked it mm. when it was on. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So he's quite there's something quite like nice and wholesome about Tony yeah. Shalhoub. Yeah, he seems like quite nice. Except when he's in, I think it's is it Men in Black, and he's that guy who's really slimy. Slimy guy. No. In Men in Black. No, he's not in. No, not Edgar. Is... No, and what am I thinking of? Is he? Doesn't in... his head come off or something, and it regrows or something? Is that him? Well, I don't. I'm doubting myself now. It might be him. We'll find out. Oh my god. We'll investigate. I need to investigate this. But anyway, so then it, it sort of pans across the house and you get in sort of memories of them having a beautiful time and then you hear a fire alarm so mm. you know there's been a tragedy. And then it cuts to it cuts to Tony Shalhoub Monk who's sat in his dressing gown alone in his house looking really sad and then there's like loads of like past due notices on the wall. Mm. There's a burnt picture of his wife so oh, obviously she died sad. in a fire. Yeah. They're in this tiny apartment and then uh, Shannon Elizabeth comes, who is his daughter, and she's like, Dad, it's half eight, we need to, you know, get a wiggle on, we need to get I ready. was like, half eight at night? It doesn't look like half eight at night. You know when like you assume the complete wrong thing? I was like, I don't think it's half past eight at night. And then I was like, the idea that it was the morning was completely, like, Irrelevant didn't to even you. consider <laughs> didn't even that. Cross your yeah. mind. <laughs> The little boy Bobby's doing a radio show on tape, which I was like, ah, oh, feel that, because yeah. I used to do that. I used to record myself making radio programmes. That would have been an excellent mm. radio Can you imagine if you found the tapes now? Oh, I wish I still had them, because they oh, were hilarious. Funny, yeah. Oh, my God, they were so funny. It's a tiny apartment. There's, like, there's the dad, the older daughter, and, and the little kid, and then the nanny. And I was like, if you're in debt, why have you hired a nanny? I don't understand this, but no. that's irrelevant. But she kind of needs to be there to be sassy. Yeah. She had, like, rolls in her hair and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. what are you actually doing? Like, do your job. What are you doing? But it's absolute chaos, like, in mm. this house. Like, you can tell, obviously, since the mum has gone, they're not doing well. Yeah. They're not doing okay. Yeah, which is obviously is heartbreaking. He, yeah, he trips over Bobby's scooter and gets annoyed at him, and, and he's like, just get ready for school don't have time for this kind of thing and you think like he's got a bit of a short fuse he's mm. very stressed and like he's trying to be a good dad but yeah he can't it's hard it's it? really hard yeah. yeah and it's like oh then there's a knock at the door and a man appears oh, in slimy suit. don't trust this slimy guy. lawyer don't trust him that this actor must just be like i like, kept thinking that, that guy no was dak shepherd but it isn't Dak Shepard, but it looks really mm. like Dak shepherd i've seen him in things before but i can't think i that. feel like i have yeah um, so he comes in and he's like, I am a lawyer. I represent the estate of your Uncle Cyrus. And then they're like, oh, Uncle Cyrus, who's this? And then he's like, oh, he's this like eccentric dude that I met a couple of times when I was younger. He squandered the family fortune. Oh. And then they're like, we had a family fortune. And he's like, yeah, well, we don't anymore because he squandered it. So and he's like, We're clearly if we pay. did, if we did, we would not be in this teeny tiny apartment. Yeah. So... Uh, the lawyer's like, yeah, um, I've got this to play. He said to play it in the event of his death. I really want to make an in, in event of <gasps> yeah. my death video yeah. and just make it really cryptic and weird. Yeah, and it would be if you'd you get, like, are some listening big study. to this, it means yeah. that I am dead. And you need like candles and a globe and like leather bound books in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll just be me reading Edgar Allan Poe in the yeah. library. <laughs> and then you like slam the book closed and be like, oh, hello. I've died. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, watcher. If you're watching this, I have died. 
Oh, imagine if you had like a three D one. <laughs> oh, yeah, like your audience could sit in a chair and Four like it wouldn't yeah. move, and then like you'd yeah. step out of the rainy street and like you water get, like, would pour dust on them. Dust of the books. <laughs> and it, yes, yes, yes. I am. Um, yes. Oh, excellent. Yeah. My death will be an interactive experience. Yes. But they spend all your inheritance money on this <laughs> elaborate video. I, if you are watching this, I am dead. There is no money for you because I spent it all on this, this video. Celebratory video. Now some photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's very funny. So, basically, he's like, if you are watching this, it means I'm dead. Look how eccentric I am. Uh, I've left you my house, so... Yay! Here's my house. And then they give them the weirdest key that I've ever oh, seen. I was like, like a, that is not a key to a house. It's like that a combination is, of a key card and a key. It looks like the key to hell, which mm. basically is what it is. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, the house is the fruit of my life's work. And then this begins Shannon Elizabeth's obsession with bathrooms because she's like... Oh, she loves the bathroom. She's like, oh, I bet there's many bathrooms in here. <laughs> I feel like you can always measure a, a level of success on how many bathrooms mm. you've got. I always... Um, have you ever watched 90 Day Fiancé? No. Oh, my God. It's it's pretty good. Is it? It sounds... There was one where mm. there was a guy, a guy was giving money to his family in the Dominican Republic for them to rent a house, so they were basically living off his money. And uh, they managed to get Dos Banos... Who? Two bathrooms. Oh. Dos Banos. So in our house, if anything's fancy now, we're like, oh, Dos Banos. Dos Banos. Dos Banos. Dos Banos, it's fancy. Yeah, so she's like, there's definitely going to be Dos Banos in here. I'm very excited. And then, uh, yeah, uncle on the video is like, oh, this house makes it up to you. Enjoy the house. Bye. Mm, And that's it. Dubious. Oh, and then he's like, maybe we'll meet again in another life. And I was like, he may as well have winked then. Yeah. Because it was like, wink. Yeah. She's like, why? Why are you winking? Oh, oh no mind. reason, no reason. I have but, but the way he says it is very arch. Mm. He's like, maybe we'll meet again in another life. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we ascertain that the mum died in a fire because because I think the lawyer assumes that the nanny is the wife, and she's like, hell no, I'm not this guy's <laughs> wife. No, 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 no. And then. Uh, but then basically, the the small boy's like, she died horribly in a fire, and they're mm-hmm. like. Oh. And he's like, well, she did. Well, I'm just telling you how it is. You're all right, young young fellow. <laughs> I'd be like, oh. concerned about him. Oh, he's so cute, that he's little cute, kid. He's proper he? yeah. cute. I was like, oh, you're adorable. He reminds me of that little boy who is in Pet Cemetery, which you haven't seen. I haven't seen. Mika, is he called Mika Hughes or something like that? He was in that, and he was also in uh, the Wes Craven's New Nightmare as a little mm. boy. But he's kind of got that look about him. He was quite a little sweet child. Mm. He's kind of a, a sort of Haley Joel Osment type. Oh, Haley Joel's Joel what? Haley Joel Osment types. Yeah, yeah. Little little cute I wonder kid. What he's doing now? I don't know. Weird. Mm. There's another thing we need to re- research. <laughs> research. Lots of research topics. I know, right? So they decide that they're going to go to this weird house because at the end of the day, it's like teeny tiny apartment, mm. big massive mansion. Mm. We'll go have a look at it. Um, it's the weirdest house I've ever seen. It's basically just glass. It's a glass house. Yeah. It looks like a massive greenhouse. And I was like, I don't think I'd want this. I'd feel like a goldfish. No. I'd sell it. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't even set foot in it. I'd just tell that lawyer to just get it sold. Yeah, but like selling is weird. Yeah, cuts to it. Cuts to the woman from the junkyard, and she's stocking up on dynamite. So you're like, oh, what's happening there? Then it cuts back to the family at the house, and the power guy's there, and it's Matthew Lillard, and he wants to get in there. Uh, The lawyer isn't so keen on letting him in because obviously the lawyer knows who he is. Yeah, but uh, Tony Shalhoub. Being a nice bloke. He's like, like yeah, you can fine. come in, it's fine. 5,000 people are without power. He and needs he, to get in. And he inserts the key, which begins the... Is it like a... Is it a Goldberg machine? I like have Rube no Goldberg idea. Goldberg or something. Like, you know where like one thing sets off another mm. thing sets off another thing? Like, do you remember those Honda adverts? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that that kind of thing. Those were good. I really like mm. those, yeah. I enjoy things like that. Yeah. It's really intriguing. And it was real, like... It they wasn't, actually did Yeah, it, they yeah. didn't have any special effects. They literally made like they a series of... They must have had that work in practiced. that one take. yeah. yeah. But anyway, so it sets off this thing and it and it starts whizzing and all this thing. And you see like that you can see through this whole house and it's weird and, and it's all glass, but there's writing on all the glass. Apparently the writing etched in the glass house is um I think it's something to do with the Lord's Prayer. Oh. On the on the thing, which I thought was cool. Also, apparently this guy, Steve Beck, he only directed two films. Really? So he directed this mm. and Ghost Ship. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we need to do Ghost Ship at some yeah. point. The beginning of that is incredible. Like is it the a opening... sequel to like Titanic or something? It is not, no. no. Miss Trudy. It's Miss Trudy will be there. Oh my God. <laughs> Miss Paul, I always felt bad for Miss Trudy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So... Yeah, so, yeah, Shannon Elizabeth's banging on about her bathrooms again because she's obsessed with mm. bathrooms. She's like, bathrooms! She spends... Oh, no, but she's like, oh, you can see through this house. I hope the bathrooms are in the basement so you can't see because mm. that would be oh, weird. She she basically spends 90% of this movie in the bathroom. She absolutely just, does. Oh, talking it, about bathrooms. Yeah, just looking at all aspects Either of the bathroom. Looking at a bathroom, yeah. talking about a bathroom, obsessed with bathrooms. So... <laughs> Uh, they all enter and they're like, wow, this house is incredible. And uh, Maggie, the uh, babysitter nanny mm. person, she was like, Maggie doesn't do windows. No, well, and I was, like, yeah. I was like, what do you do, Maggie? Let's be honest. But I was like, that's fair. That's fair. The whole house is just windows. I have it? an appropriate number of windows in my house and I have all undoing them. You'd have to get Let's those big honest. sticks that window washers use now. You yeah. know, then, and they like park the van up down the street and then you just yeah, see that yeah. big stick. And if you're in, in a room yeah. that's being washed, like you're on the third floor or whatever, just without any warning, this stick like appears at the window yeah. and like washes it. And it's you don't worse when it's a person and you're like, yeah. ah! <laughs> I've had that before. I think it was when I was at my brother's. That was it. I was at my brother's house. I'd gone to visit them um, in Cayman Islands. They've got a cleaner. Mm. But I didn't realise they had a cleaner and I was just like going about no, day. Just, and this woman yeah. appeared and I was like, oh my God. And then uh, my brother was like, oh yeah, it's a cleaner. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I she scared the shit out of me, but don't worry. If I was like a cleaner in a, a, a fancy house, I like, would no. break things. Like, <laughs> I would spill more like than I would clean the, up. The house would be on fire yeah. and be like, well, well it was an like accident. <laughs> so he... He gets invited by the lawyer to go to the library to sign the papers. So basically, they're getting the house signed over to them and it's fine. The dad goes, but before he goes, he's like, 
do not touch anything. Mm. I'm going to do this. Which is fair. Which I was like, that's a very different mentality to what I had because I'd have been like, I didn't touch anything in this house. Yeah. Whereas some people are like, mm-hmm. but can you imagine a number of smudgy fingerprints on all those windows from oh, them all no, looking about? Like, you'd have to wear cotton gloves at oh, all times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like, you know, take your shoes off, put your gloves put on. Put your gloves on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god. Because because uh, Maggie doesn't do windows, so no, yeah, you definitely you, you need, need to, wear to keep gloves. the uh, the windows nice and clean. Yeah. yeah. So Matthew Lillard's in the house, and he decides that he's going to go look for the money because he's owed money by Cyrus. So uh, that's what he wants. He touches the glass and feels something. So obviously, like there's uh, the dead folker here. Oh dear. And the dad was with the lawyer to sign the papers and then it's kind of cut with Lillard sort of having seizures and seeing mm. things and being like, oh my God, this is horrible. And then uh, Tony is like, I'm not sure if I want to sign these papers. I don't think I can even afford the tax on this house. Well, yeah. Because he's like, we have That's nothing. Point. Nothing. Yeah. But then uh, the lawyer's like, he was very clever with his money. Mm. You literally set up for life. You don't need to worry about it. Like oh, well you're not then. gonna have to. Mm. I'm I'm guessing it's kind of a you probably won't even need to work again because there's a lot of money. So then Matthew Lillard has these ghost glasses with him, and he puts them on because he's trying to find out what's going on. And, yeah, and he sees ghosts in the basement, and there's a lot of them, and he's like, "There's a lot." Oh no, run away! So he runs away. But then it cuts to the rest of the family exploring because they've not listened to what the dad has said. If they hadn't have done, they'd have been fine. This film would not have taken place if they had just done as he'd asked. Do as you told, exactly. Who rides a mini scooter around a glass building? I mean, that little boy does. That's just... It looked very flat, though, so very yeah. good for scooting on. He was yeah. pretty good on that scooter, to be fair. He was, I'd have fallen. Mm. <laughs> so... Arthur, Tony Shalhoub, signs the papers. Matthew Lillard runs up and he's like, he looks freaked out. Mm. And then uh, I decided that I described Matthew Lillard as this this sort of generation's Nicolas Cage. Because mm. he's always at 11 he in is, everything. Yeah. And, and I kind of love it. He likes to use all of his face. He likes to <laughs> use all of his face. All, his, his all face. of the face. Yeah. So he comes in and he's like, I'm not really an electrician. My name's Dennis Rafkin. I used to hunt ghosts with your uncle. And then Tony Shalhoub's like, goats? And he's like, no, <laughs> not goats, ghosts, you know, ghosts. Oh, if only it was goats in the oh, basement. Oh, little goats. Oh, little baby goats. Goat. Oh, oh, that would be, so be quite cute. That would be cute, be unless like they a... decided to run at you. Mm. Oh, they'd push you over, they quite aggressive. Naughty, yeah. yeah. If it was that one from The Witch... Well, I Black Philip. Have I s- oh, yeah. Well, naughty. No. Very yeah. naughty. So he's like, I mean ghosts. And they're like, okay, then you weirdo, whatever. Mm. And they kind of laugh at him. And he's like, um, Matthew Lillard's like, no, you really need to get out of this house. Everyone needs to leave. This is terrible. It cuts to the little kid exploring. And then Shannon Elizabeth finds a nice bathroom because she's obsessed with yeah. bathrooms. And it, it sort of cut him backwards and forwards and Matthew Lillard's like, run away, there's ghosts in the basement, you need to leave. Uh, the nanny finds the ghost glasses and gives them to Bobby. Um, 
Matthew Lillard's just freaking out all over the place in this library, and then he falls down, and Tony Shalhoub goes to help him up because he's a nice man, yeah. but he touches him, and yeah. obviously he's got this gift, flash and he sees life. his wife dying in this mm. fire. I was like, that is a horrible, horrible thing. It's almost like, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, I don't know. Shit. I forgot what it was called. The one with Christopher Walken. Oh, you know which one I mean. Um, the one where it was quite where gloomy we, like, weather. Saw the yes, I remember that. Oh my god, what is it called? Oh, I don't know. The Dead Zone. Oh, That's yeah. what it's called. I the was like Twilight was Zone. No, so gloomy in that. Film. I really remember how gloomy the weather was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was like a similar thing because mm. it saw how people died and stuff. But um, Shannon Elizabeth finds a really sweet ass bathroom and she's like, oh, "Yeah, she's bathroom set up for life in this bathroom. There's so much to explore for her oh, in this bathroom." She loves this bathroom. I mean, it wasn't even that big, but she no, was in there for a long time. It wasn't even that special of a bathroom. It was. It's only all right. Unique feature was really the glass floor and walls, really. Which is not really what you want in a bathroom. No, especially not on the floor. I'd never oh, be able goodness. to wee again in there. No. I'd have such fright. Well, if you got out of the bathroom, there was someone in the. You'd floor be like, I'm going to looking up. I'm going to the toilet. You're gonna to have to leave the house. You'd have to have and shut your eyes. Curtains on the ceiling of the room below. Oh yeah. Ugh. I mean. As a house, poorly designed. Well, yeah, Let's and that's not even starting on the basement. Yeah, just the stuff. The it could have at least own. had frosted glass on mm. on the bathroom or something. Oh, I don't know. Well, that glass when you press Ugh. a switch, it goes frosted. Have you seen that on Grand Designs? Oh, yeah, that's mm. really fancy. And I mean, this guy was rich, so why? Didn't also, he? yeah, you're rich. Can you not afford some curtains in there? For goodness' sake. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. He must have been living there at some point. But I guess if he lived alone, if it didn't lived matter. Alone, it didn't matter. But why and would you? And it was you... in the middle of nowhere, yeah. so no one would see you. Why would you design a house around the concept of that you you're living alone? Therefore, you don't need any privacy because yeah, just have a normal house and live alone. Also, if you sat watching your TV and there's just like you can just see like the dark woods outside. Yeah. No, thank you. No. <laughs> Shut that up. What if you had a power cut? You'd be constantly walking into the <laughs> glass walls thinking you're going through a space. <laughs> oh my god, I can totally imagine that I would do that. As have well. you ever walked into a glass door like for real? Yes. I have. Yes. And it's such a shock. Yes, I the have. The shock is unbelievable. You pull off like Yeah. Oh my god. We'd never survive in this house. <laughs> so uh so the lawyer's gone missing at this point and he's got glasses and he goes down to the basement because he knows what's down mm. there and he's like, I'm going to find some money. And then he flirts with that naked woman yeah. ghost. You can't, it's not appropriate to it's talk not like that to even a ghost. To an alive woman or a yeah. dead woman, no. Um, but she's quite scary and he and he sort of sees loads of ghosts and they're all very scary. He's not bothered. He thinks he's the master of the universe. Oh, he thinks he's so good, doesn't he? Mm. Then he finds a big wad of money and he's like, all in a day's work. Yes, we've got this big wad of cash. But then the house starts to shut down. Mm. So he's lifted no the pedal when he lifted that briefcase and it li- it's oh, lifted a little pedal. So it was like, that was like the start mm. of the machine. Oh, sneaky. Sneaky uncle. So basically, the doors that the ghosts were behind start to open up. Oh, no. The topless woman comes out, and then he's not got a lot to say for himself. He's like, oh, I was just joking. Just joking. Jokes, jokes. Jokes, lol. And she's got a knife, and she's very mad. 
and he ends up backing up and you're like, uh oh, she's gonna stab him. But no, a door shuts yeah. and basically clefts him in half. And he stands there for a while looking And confused. his eyes still move. Yeah, and then his tie drops, you know, and then he just tie goes fallen and he just slides down the door. Pretty disgusting actually. Yeah, it was really good. It was a really good effect. I I, I enjoyed it. Then it cuts to Shannon Elizabeth, she's still in this bloody bathroom. She's been in there ages. She's like looking at her hair and she's looking at the bathroom. But behind her is the the naked lady. Because she, well, I'll go through the backstories afterwards, but she she basically, she ends up getting it, she's in the bath and and like the room is covered in blood and it says, I'm sorry. And so Mm. obviously like she harmed herself and she died, unfortunately. But she can't see any of this, Shannon Elizabeth. She's just like, she's oh my just God, a beautiful bathtub. Yeah. And she's like, she's rinsing her face and this, I feel like this ghost, like, I'm here. Be scared mm. of me. Hello. Excuse me. And she's just like, oh, bathroom. Yeah. And then this woman's like, no, no nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm getting nothing from you. But then the dad bursts in and he's like, we need to get out of here. Yeah. She's like, but the bathroom. Oh, you can get a nice bathroom elsewhere. Get a bathroom anywhere, but we need to get out of here and sell this house, burn it to the ground, claim the insurance. I don't know what we need to do, but that's whatever. Then they're like, right, yes, let's leave. Where's the little boy, Bobby? Oh, he's gone. And the nanny's like, yeah, I lost him. Whoops. Well, if if like, only you had one job, nanny. But in films, you know they're going to get separated in film. Like, there's no film of this kind of. Type, when they're like, stick together. let's stick together yeah. and not be dumb idiots. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So he he's gone off scootering, and he kind of gets to the the stairs where the the ghost basement is, and uh, there's like voices going, "Bobby, come down. There's treats down here for you." But then there's one voice that's like, "Bobby, do not come down here. Do mm. not come down here." And I was like, "Is that the mum?" Because mm. they had quite a stern mum voice. It's like, "Do yeah. not." Don't you go down there. Yeah. Don't do it. When he's gone off, the rest of the group realise that they can't get out because uh, well, then Matthew Lillard has got changed somehow. Yeah, takes so his like, we not in a jumpsuit like before? A black jacket and a red shirt And he's on. like, yes, that's a relevant shush. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the house is sealed up, you can't get out. We're all pretty screwed right now. And then it cuts to this like big sort of like cog machine thing that's in the house i was like did anyone not hear that but i I don't know if the glass is maybe soundproof Uh, well buffy lillard says it is soundproof but it sounds Uh, like it might yeah be a little bit noisy doesn't it because there's things shifting and yeah yeah, you you hear but anyway so bobby has not listened to the voice that said don't go down there he's decided to go down there and all the ghost stars start opening up and it cuts back to Matthew Lillard, who's explaining that the house is made of ectobar glass. Mm-hmm. And I look, my favourite thing is, I love that they don't really explain yeah. it. Because <laughs> I, I think sometimes things get bogged down with like over explaining stuff. Yeah. And they're just like, it's ectobar glass, ghosts can't get in it, that's all you need to know. Fine. And it's got containment spells on it. It's fine. So it's like, yeah, I accept that, that's fine. Whatever. Uh... Little Bobby sees a ghost and runs away because he's terrified. Uh, Matthew Lillard is fuming and I think it's because nobody's really taking him seriously because mm. they're like, oh yeah, there's a load of ghosts in this house, whatever. What are you on about? So then 
Tony Shalhoub's like, right, well, I need to go find my son, whatever yeah. it is. Whether yeah. there's ghosts or not, I need to go find my son because my son's missing Yeah, well, house. yeah, he's only, like, seven or eight or whatever. He is, he's only little, isn't mm. he? So then he starts to go downstairs and Matthew Lillard's like, no, what are you doing? Mm. No, we're not going down there. No, no, no. What did I just say? What did I just say? I said there was loads of ghosts down there. I'm not going down there. And then uh, Monk's like, I'm asking you for help. I will pay you what what my uncle owed you. Just please help me find my son and then we can get the F out of here. Now I was like, well, I'd pay Matthew Lillard to calm down. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know, just tone it down a little bit. So he's like, fine, all right then. So he's got the glasses on and he goes first. I think Bobby... Bobby kind of fell because he ran mm, into a glass wall head, because I think yeah glass walls yeah well yeah but then he wakes up and he puts the glasses on and he sees this woman which is his mum mm. and he's like oh mum and she's like got like a burnt face yeah. and stuff and Poor she's got an fella. IV drip because yeah. I'm assuming that's where she died mm. in the hospital and I was like oh that's really sad and and she's like go upstairs son don't be down here what are you doing but then. Uh, he sees the uncle, I think, and then screams. Yeah. Because, like, ghost of uncle died in the house, possibly, they're maybe thinking. So he screams and runs away. Monk decides that the rest of them should split up and meet in five yeah. minutes, which is terrible idea. Yeah, terrible. Terrible idea. Um, And then uh, we get ghost chat with Matthew Lillard. He's like, let me talk to you about these ghosts. There's some bad ones in there. There's some good ones in there. <laughs> you don't want to cross the bad ones because it'll be bad. So then uh, the dad's kind of exploring and he finds Bobby's little recorder mm. and sees what what he recorded and it's just him going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, oh no, oh, this is terrible. Bobby. I know, right? And then uh, they find that one of the doors is open and it's got a symbol on it and he's like, oh, uh, this is Matthew Lillard. He's like, the jackal's out. whoa. That's not good. And then Shannon Elizabeth gets taken by the jackal, which is the guy in the straight jacket yeah. and the cage on his head, which I always remember from the cover, I think. Yeah. And then the a woman appears, the woman from the beginning, who was the ghost hunter lady as well, with a flare. I was like, is a flare going to help? Apparently it does. Apparently, yeah. Basically, Matthew Lillard realises that all the ghosts are out pretty much, I think, bar one. The jackal's just attacking them all. He's scratching at uh, Shannon Elizabeth's face and stuff. Oh, he's and... horrible. Oh, he's a he's real a piece of work. pig, isn't he? I think her name's Kalina, maybe, and she's like, I free trap souls. And I was like, it's not really a job, is it? No. It's like it's like the ghost equivalent of saying you're an influencer. It's <laughs> <laughs> not really a job. And she's like, I'm saving your ass right now. Let's go. And, Let's go. Uh, I'm the only one who can get you out of this. Yeah. yeah. But is she? They kind of they end up managing to get behind a glass door where the jackal is trapped, so he can't get to them. And she's freaking out, but Monk's not convinced yeah. at this point. He's like, "Ghost, you're ridiculous!" And then she gives the glasses to him, to Shannon Elizabeth, and she's like, "Just look." And then he sees the jackal, and he's mm. like, oh. "Oh, oh no, it's real. It's <laughs> a ghost." And then this woman's like, "I hope the banner spells hold." This is terrible. And she starts talking about this building. It's basically. It's not a house. It's basically a giant machine that's powered by the dead. Mm. And she's come to stop the yeah, like souls being trapped in yeah. it and set them free. Matthew Lillard gets trapped 
behind a glass door with the nanny, but she he throws her the glasses and then she's sort of trying to help him avoid this massive guy with a mm. bat. And they manage to escape and get upstairs. And the nanny, in her usual sort of sassy, she's sassy all the way through. Oh, she's, she's like, sassy. I want a raise for this. Yeah. I'm not doing this without any more money. But they end up running into Monk, the daughter, and this, this Kalina woman. And then they nearly get got by... Um, I thought it was the Juggernaut, but it's not the Juggernaut. It's another guy with like he's got like pistons in his head or something, I, and I nails think like or bolts and nails yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but he's like a huge scary mm. dude. I think that guy got cast as an extra. Oh, or, or it's the guy who's the Juggernaut. It's one of those two. They got cast as an extra, but then they um decided that they wanted them in the film as, oh, as, cool. as one of the ghosts. Yeah, why not? So that's kind of That's cool. always a good turnout when like you get yeah. cast as an extra and they're like, no, I'm going to pick you out I of the audience. You. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Hollywood's full of stories like that, isn't it? Um, yeah, there's, a, there's kind of flashes of all the ghosts in between because there's like a... There's like a guy and his mum and a mm. little boy who's got like an arrow in his head. There's a torso. Apparently they filmed that with a double amputee. Oh, really? So they had no... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if... Yeah, they, they basically, like, covered their head. Yeah. And then like filmed the rest. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Which... Because it did... It looked really good. Like, mm. I thought that looked good. Like, the the prosthetics on the woman looked a bit weird. Because she kind of looked like she was wearing a suit, suit of someone else's yeah. skin. Which was a bit strange. Yeah, it was a bit weird, but... But, mm. yeah. But, yeah. All, all suitably creepy. So... They all realise that they need to get to the library because that's got um, protective scripture all the way around because mm. I'm assuming some walls don't because when the ghosts get released, they can work their way up yeah. to this machine. So then they're kind of shouting at Matthew Lillard and being like, you helped my uncle, it's your fault we're in this situation. And he's like, why did you did you do it for, you know, you just did it for greed and money. And he's mm. like... I have a really crap gift. Well, yeah. And I mean, it means that I can't yeah. get close to people. I kind of did have sympathy because it would be hard to like work in a normal job when you're yeah. as highly Achieved. sensitive as yeah. Matthew Lillard's character is. I exactly. keep forgetting his name, Dennis. Dennis. So I suppose... Yeah, that's it. And it kind of says not? like... Well, also, I mean, obviously don't do it like that, but you could pay... People yeah. pay you for your gift, yeah. Yeah, and you'd make money off it, wouldn't mm. you? Because, you you know, people got to eat, people got to yeah. live. But it kind of says, like, you know, I was I was kind of alone and, and, and couldn't sort of make friends with people and he accepted me for who I am. Mm. So he kind of was like, yeah, I will help you, like, of course. But then the um, this woman's like, you didn't tell him about the fourth ghost, did you? And he's like... Mm, no, I didn't. And then, and then Monk's like, "What, what, what, what's going on?" And basically, it turns out that his wife is the fourth girl because they went to the hospital. They yeah. went to the hospital and caught her, which I thought was really weird. But then uh, Matthew Lillard gets punched because yeah. Tony Shalhoub is furious. Oh, he's absolutely fuming. Oh my god, he's so annoyed. So then they're like, "I don't." He's like, "Why? Why has he done this? I don't understand what." what he's done mm. so then basically this woman starts her exposition dump of what is happening so the the structure is kind of made in tune of the black zodiac and then each there's like 12 points and each spirit represents something which mm. I, 
I go through it. There's like the jackal, the juggernaut, the, the lover, blah, blah, blah. The spirits are released and it gives power to this machine to basically open the eye of hell. Whoever holds the key to this is basically a god of yeah. everything because they know everything. There's 12 points, but then it needs a 13th to be sacrificed yeah. out of love. And basically they're like, that's you, Tony Shalhoub. And he's like, you what? What is happening? And they're basically like, you need to leap into the machine and die to <laughs> stop it. Well, it's not entirely. And he's like, is there like, an alternative to yeah, this? Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> I am out. I don't want to do this. Oh, then, But then she basically pours out a load of dynamite and she's like, oh, I could blow it to smithereens. And I'm like, yes, let's do that plan instead. I was like, you only need a tiny little stick. Just throw a stick in it and it yeah. break. Well, as we were saying, just don't put WD-40 on it. It'll break itself. It'll break itself. That would cause moving parts. Must be very high like maintenance. It's time, it's time sensitive, so mm. they probably wouldn't have had time. Wouldn't have rust. time to let it rust. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, no, we'll just live in the house till the machine rusts of its own accord. We're going to let it stops. rust of its own accord. Yeah. We'll live with these ghosts. Yeah. It's fine. We've nearly been worry. murdered four times at least, but we've, we'll be all right for we'll at least a couple in the of years. Fine. Yeah. Then maybe sell it on, you know. Yeah. As a fixer or person. Sell it, sell it for broken. scrap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See if it gets through its MOT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on it. So um, they decide that they need to blow up this machine. So they're going to go find the machine. But they take a pane of glass with them for protection. But I was like, surely it can just get behind you. But I think what they were doing is like pushing mm. whatever was forward so it couldn't get yeah. in. They find the lawyer who's like, enough and then they find this machine this massive like it's like cogs and stuff it's all over the place um the it's the nanny and the the lady who who had the flare who were in this room with this machine Mm. um and the nanny's got the glasses on and she sees the uncle ghost and absolutely freaks the f out but then the woman sneaks up behind her and knocks her out yeah and then kisses the uncle. So he's not dead. He is very much alive. He's alive. He's alive right. with his little and prosthetic on. Because like, I didn't realise it was like a prosthetic. I was like, oh, he's a ghost still. But no, he's just faked yeah, he's his just own faked death. faked his own death. Why did he need to fake his own death at the junkyard? Because he needed to pretend to be dead to give the house to the, the nephew. But couldn't he have faked his death without like a prosthetic neck and just like filed all the paperwork and stuff? Yeah, probably. Anyway. Maybe he's just got a penchant for the dramatic. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because presumably when the ambulance arrived at the junkyard, they'd be like, oh, this man's not dead. He's just pretending. This man's got a prosthetic on. <laughs> and they'd be like, like one I of reckon, simulation I reckon he probably paid off people to be oh, like, to yeah. pretend he was dead. Yeah. yeah. Elaborate. Elaborate. It's elaborate ruse. Yeah. Hope you get on board. It's like, don't tell anyone. Shh. So she she's like, I did what you said. I did everything. That, that you told me to. I was so shocked by that. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I could I'd not believe about it. That. I was like, oh, yeah. you Judas. Ugh. Uh, we find out that the juggernaut's out now, so, uh oh, that's very bad. He's the guy that they caught in the start, the really mm. big dude who's really scary. He's, yeah. Lillard gets got because he's trying to save yeah. everyone and he gets snapped in half. Oh, I was like, Lillard. that's a proper, like, it's like a Friday the 13th mm. Jason kill almost because he just gets like put up against this rung and just snapped in half. So he's dead. And then it cuts back to the uncle who's basically saying, 
we need Shaloub to jump in this machine, but there's no way that we're going to get him into the machine unless we put the kids in danger. Yeah. Because he'll save his kids and it's out of love and that will complete the And then the that woman was like... And she's like, but, but the kids. It's like, well, oh, this is the first time you've shown having a conscience so far. Yeah, it's a bit late now, yeah. love. Yeah. So the uncle play, starts playing this chant on this um, like tape play thing and calls all the ghosts. Tony sees his wife because she appears to him and, and he's like, I really love you and I miss you. And he's absolutely heartbroken. It's so sad. Mm. And I was like, oh. And, and she's like, I love you. And then she disappears because they're all getting summoned. And then the uncle sort of starts to walk towards this machine and the woman follows him, but then a pane of glass, like, separates them and then she She gets gets squished in between two glasses so the uncle's a real piece of work because he did not help anyone the kids are in the middle of this machine and Tony Shalhoub is there and he's like oh god I don't know how to get them out because there's all these like sort of Mm. wire like they're like razors sort of things rings like yeah. and they kind of they kind of were and then flatten for a yeah. little bit the and then start and then all, again yeah so he then sees the uncle because he's counting the ghosts and he's like you're not even dead you're just pretending the entire time and he punches him in the face and then the uncle starts to beat him up and basically saying that he's an absolute loser he's like you're a loser get in this machine <laughs> well oh well and i'm not going well, to cooperate to do then haven't yeah. i yeah um, and he's like, I basically chose you especially for this because that's how I got your family here and all, you know, it was all elaborate Betrayal, fast. absolute betrayal. And then it made me wonder if maybe he started the fire <gasps> that killed his wife. That's awful. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know, right? Poor Tony Shaloub. Oh, poor Tony Shaloub. He doesn't need this. So no. then, in this meantime, the nanny has gone oh, to the control room. She's up so and about. She's, she's messing. Fiddling. She takes the tape off so the ritual stops. Mm. She pulls all these levers back and basically messes up this machine. Do you not find it annoying now when people are in that situation? They're like flicking on switches and they're putting on the dials up. And I'm like, just put everything off. Don't but, like yeah, switch everything up and down be constantly. Like, just... Put everything to off. But if you're in a panic situation, suppose, I'm guessing yeah. people just panic. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'd just kick it or something. And I'd just smash it until it explodes. Mm. So then uh, the the ghosts around this this thing, but obviously the ritual's been interrupted, so they all disappear. But then they're all together and they grab Cyrus and they fling him into the machine, oh. and he gets blended essentially. Um, we see Matthew Lillard because he comes back he as a ghost back, and he's yeah. like, go to your kids, go get your kids, Tony. So the machine's starting to explode. Uh, Tony manages to time his jump to get to the kids and then everything just goes bang. And they're, they're sort of in the middle of this thing waiting for it to, to stop whirring when everything explodes and eventually it does so they're fine. Then we see all the ghosts just leave the house. Mm, they just wander off into the woods. And then I was like, but they're, they're, they're released and there's like some really bad ones there and stuff. But then I was like, what I want to happen is I want a sequel and I want a Netflix original series. Mm. Matthew Lillard as a ghost trying to hunt the 13 ghosts oh, that have yeah. gone missing. Maybe Bobby. With Tony Shalhoub. <gasps> yeah, grown up. 
Bobby. Tony Shalhoub's a bit yes. grey around the temples or something. Yes, yes yeah. I want this. Yeah. And he, it could be it could be like 12, 12 episodes, limited series, yeah. each ghost that they catch. Will they, though? I, I want them to. Mm. They need to. <laughs> and then he's like, I love you children, you're great. And the, we, we all survived, hooray. And then the mum comes back, but she's not all big. Yeah, this she's time. fine. She's all like nice and she's like, love you, bye. Yeah. And then she obviously finds her peace, so she's mm. gone. So maybe it'd just be 11 then, because she's fine. Yeah. Maybe the mum comes back as well to help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Depending on like the situation. Like mum, if Tony Shalhoub teaching Tony. maths, the mum could come back. If he's like, I've got to teach a maths class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's great. And then, yeah, so the mum comes back and she's like, I love you, bye. And then uh, and then it basically cuts to the nanny in this, like, exploded thing. And she's like, I need yeah. more money for this. This is terrible. I'm done with this. I quit. She's not happy. And then that's it. That's it. It's Bean. a bit of a odd ending. It, it ends so abruptly. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that it? Oh, yeah, it must be. Weird. So, yeah, so she quits. And then credits. That's it. <laughs> That's, it. Yeah. That's 13 Ghosts. I liked it. I thought it, it was good. It was quite entertaining, wasn't it? I really enjoyed it. Like, I feel like I wouldn't have given it a chance, like, back in the day. But actually, having gone back and watched it, I really enjoyed it. It was yeah. good. I'd say I'd probably give it... It's not my absolute favourite, but I really enjoyed it. I'd give it a probably three and a half out mm. of five. I, I think they spent a lot of time going around their glass house being lost when they should have perhaps yeah. focused a little bit more on the difficulty because one the or ghosts. two of the ghosts they didn't even interact with they were just like they were the just pilgrim kind of there. or whatever yeah. they were just mentioned and they were sort of constantly like running about and yeah. they, they, I sort of think they kind of wasted some of the they ghosts they could have done yeah that's it they should have they should have had more ghosts I think or more, more like interaction with the ghosts Gore probably Three and a half as well, because that guy getting cut in half was oh, pretty that was horrible. Gory. Yeah, don't watch that before you eat um, like oxtail. Oh, ugh. <laughs> because everyone does. Just well, obviously, settle down to an most oxtail. people eat oxtail um, a couple of nights a week. Yeah. Humor, humor, probably two because there's yeah, a bit some of humor. moments that would not. It's like, pretty good. Funny, yeah. It's a good watch. So, the ghosts, they all have their own unique backstory. So the um on the DVD, the production team and the makeup people have backstories for them. So they design yeah, them according yeah. to the backstories. So which is really cool. So I will go through them now. So the firstborn son is the ghost of Billy Michaels, who was a fan of cowboy films. Oh, no. One day, a neighbour found a real steel arrow in his parents' closet. He challenged Billy to a duel with Billy using a toy gun. However, his plaything was no match for the arrow, and he died when the neighbour shot it through the back of his head. That's awful. In death, Billy's in his cowboy suit and holding a tomahawk, with the arrow still protruding from his head. His ghost whispers, I want to play. Oh yeah, they really like. I don't know why they didn't include this in the film because the backstories mm. are really cool. So the torso is the ghost of a gambler called Jimmy the Gambler Gambino. He's called Gambino as well, which <laughs> made me lol. He spent most of his days on the track making bets and brainwashed into winning. One day he made a deal with a rich businessman and so sealed his fate. 
He bet heavily on a boxing match and lost, and he tried to welch out on his bet and slip out of town. The mob and the winning boxer whom he owed the money to caught up with him and cut him into several Ugh. pieces, wrapping them in cellophane and dumping the corpse in the ocean. That's horrendous. His ghost is just his torso trying to walk round on its hands while his head lies nearby, screaming within the cellophane. Ooh, it's really creepy. The bound woman was a cheerleader named Susan Legros, who was born privileged and had a penchant for seducing men and tossing them away. This left a long trail of broken hearts. When her boyfriend found her cheating, he strangled her and killed the other boy. He buried her body at the 50-yard line of the local football field. The boyfriend was convicted and sentenced to death. Before his execution, he was quoted as saying, The bitch broke my heart, so I broke her neck. Her ghost is in her prom dress, hanging suspended by the strangling implements with her arms tied behind her back. So she was the, like, the bent neck lady. Not ideal, is it? I know, right? The withered lover was Jean Criticos, Arthur's wife. She was burned severely, saving her family from a devastating Aww. house fire and later died of her wounds in hospital. Her ghost initially appears in a hospital gown hooked up to an IV pole, which is number four. Oh. Mm. Showing severe burns on her face. Unlike the other ghost, she's not a vengeful spirit, electing to help her family rather than show malevolence, which is nice. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. good for her. The Torn Prince is the ghost of Royce Clayton. Huh, same mm. name as me. Born in 1940, who has a gi- who was a gifted baseball star in high school, albeit with an attitude and a superiority complex. In 1957, he challenged a greaser named Johnny to a drag race, but was killed as his car spun out of control and flipped over. The cause of the accident was a cut brake line. Mm. He was buried in a plot of earth that overlooked the baseball diamond. His ghost carries a baseball bat, and in the background... In his cube, erect carp can be seen. Mm. Half of his body is torn to shreds from where he was dragged under the car. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Like, there's so much backstory went into these. It was amazing. The angry princess is Dana Newman, who did not believe in her own natural beauty. Abusive boyfriends fueled her low self-esteem, which led to much unneeded plastic surgery for imagined deflects. So she's like the naked Mm. woman. Eventually, she got a job working for a plastic surgeon, getting paid in treatments instead of cash. Mm. You still need cash to live, though. Alone in the clinic one night, she tried to perform surgery on herself, but wound up blinding herself in one eye and permanently mutilating herself beyond saving. She completed suicide in a bathtub by slashing her body repeatedly with a butcher knife. When she was found, people noted that she was as beautiful in death as she had been in life. Her ghost is naked because she died in the bath, still carrying the knife she killed herself with, showing all the wounds, and inside the walls of her cube are splattered with her blood. In her bathroom scene, the phrase, I'm sorry, is visible on the floor. That's sad. Yeah. And and she, like, whispers, I'm sorry, which was on her suicide note, which is really sad. Yeah. The Pilgrimus is the ghost of Isabella Smith, an English woman who travelled across the Atlantic and settled in New England during colonial times. She was an outsider to the town she moved into and this isolated her from townsfolk. She was found guilty of witchcraft oh, no. after livestock began to die mysteriously. When she emerged from a burning barn completely unharmed, she was sentenced to the stocks with no food or drink until she died. 
that's horrible. And she's in a in a stock. So no, mm. I can't remember seeing her, but she she's there. So eight and nine are the great child and the dire mother. They are the ghosts of Margaret and Harold Shelburne. She was an attraction in a carnival due to her being only three feet tall. Um, she was raped by the tall man, oh. another carnival freak. Her son Harold, the great child, was born as a result. He eventually weighed over 300 pounds. Harold, spoiled, was raised as his mother's protector and kept a childlike mindset to the point that he wore diapers his entire life on nappies. One day, some of the carnival employees decided to play a practical joke on Harold and kidnapped his mother. Enraged, he set out to look for her, but when he caught up with the culprits, he found that his mother had accidentally suffocated to death in the bag (gasps) she was kept in. Oh, that's horrible. (gasps) Yeah. Harold killed the kidnappers with an axe, keeping their remains and displaying them for paying customers. Oh Later, when the owner of the carnival found out what he'd done, he ordered a mob of people to tear Harold apart. Their ghosts are always together, and Harold still wields the axe and wears a bib stand with food his mother spoon-fed to him. Oh. That's very scary. There's an alternate There's an alternate story for this as well. Mm. So it said the, the deaths were caused by the great child rolling onto the mother while asleep oh. and then him starving to death. So it's like one of, one of the two. It's quite mad, isn't it? Oh, well, the, whoever made that up was, didn't want to make good They were happy. clearly not in a good place. Yeah. The hammer is the ghost of an African-American blacksmith, George... Markley, who lived in a small town in the 1980s. He was wrongfully... Oh, 1890s, not 1980s. (laughs) That made more sense. He was wrongfully accused... Those 80s blacksmiths. I know! (laughs) 1890s. He was wrongfully accused of stealing by a white man from his town. And then when threatened with exile, refused to leave town. A gang led by his accuser hung his wife and children and burned their bodies. In revenge, George used his sledgehammer to beat the culprits to death. He was then subjected to a cruel form of frontier justice. Oh, no. Ah, being chained to a tree and executed, having railroad spikes driven into his body with his own hammer. That's what they were. They were railroad Mm. spikes. I wondered what they were. As a final touch, they cut off his hand and attached the sledgehammer handle and all. So he's got a sledgehammer for... I didn't notice that. He's got a no. sledgehammer for a left hand. Wow. That's kind of cool. I wondered what that was. I was like, what has he got? I thought they were like pistons or yeah. something. But railroad spikes. The jackal is the ghost of Ryan Coon, who was born in 1887 to a prostitute. Ryan had an insatiable lust for women, rape and murdering prostitutes. Oh. Yeah, he's a real piece of work, this one. Wanting to be cured, he committed himself to Boreham Wood Asylum. But after attacking a nurse, he was put in a straitjacket and thrown in a padded room. After years of this imprisonment, he went completely insane. Oh, no. He was pretty mad before. Oh, wow. Scratching at the walls so violently that his fingernails were torn off. <sighs> the doctors kept him permanently bound in his straitjacket, tying it tighter when he acted out, causing his limbs to contort horribly. Mm-hmm. Still fighting to free himself, Ryan gnawed through the jacket until the doctors finally locked his head in a metal cage and sealed him away in the dark basement cell. There he grew to hear any kind of human contact, screaming madly and cowering whenever anyone approached, as you would. When a fire broke out in the asylum, everyone but Ryan escaped. He chose to stay behind and face the fire. 
As a ghost, his arms are free from his jacket and the bars of his cage are ripped outward, showing that he may have escaped his bindings again sometime before the fire started. Oh my goodness. Well, that's terrifying, isn't it? I know. Yeah, he's really scary, this one. And then the last one is the Juggernaut. He's the ghost of a serial killer named Horace Breaker Mahoney. Standing seven feet tall, he was of such grotesque height and appearance that everyone ostracised him as a child. His mother abandoned him at birth, so his father raised him, putting him to work in the junkyard, mm. crushing old cars. Oh, the carbon. The carbon. Yeah. The old carbon. <laughs> After his father died, Horace was left on his own and soon went mad. He would pick up female hitchhikers and drive them back to his junkyard, then tear them apart oh. with his bare hands and feed Horrible. them to his dogs. One day he picked up an undercover female police officer who called for backup for a SWAT team to surround the junkyard. Since close combat was impossible, the police instead struck the yard and arrested the giant. However, he broke free from the cuffs and three officers lost their lives. Quickly, five SWAT officers took out their guns and brought Horace down in a hail of bullets. When he finally went down, they shot an extra round into him just to be safe. Wow. So that's like all the... Yeah. Yeah, all the uh, the wounds. So his ghost still shows bullet holes all over him and the wound that finished him. So oh, that was that's really you know, put me in a really great mood. <laughs> Feeling just full of optimism. There's a lot now. of like there's a lot of thought gone into it though, really. Yeah, but I mean, can you not imagine that as a horror the series? Like well, yeah, they've they got the stories already. One. Yeah. Yeah. Well the thing is, if Netflix you've got a great idea for like a TV show, film, or whatever, mm. you can guarantee it will never happen because it's tr- it's a good idea. Yeah. Whereas, like something that you're not going to enjoy is definitely getting the green light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so the uh, the angry princess, played by Shauna Lawyer, mm. causes lawyer Benjamin Moss to be sawed in half by the glass. She has thus shown a lawyer. Oh, there you go. That's weird. I know. That's kind of funny. Mm. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do this. They need to do it. I really think that this should happen. One day. Yeah, one one day. day. One day. Come on, Netflix. There should be a film about the ghosts of all the people who wanted films and died before they got made. Yeah. That would be... There would be a lot of material for that. Yeah, I think... Yeah, they just need to. That's what they they Mm. need to do it. So, so there you go. There's, There's some little bit of backstory. I feel like um, like makeup people do have a, a wild imagination because yeah. I think you kind of need it for for that kind of creativity. Because if someone was like, "Oh, just make a ghost, make them look scary," the makeup person then needs to have an image of exactly what they're gonna. Do. They can't just like put yeah. loads of like pale makeup on and like darker circles on the eye. They need to like have I mean, an image. That's kind of what they do in the Conjuring and stuff. Like that's what everyone looks like. Mm. It's just like pale face with dark eyes. They basically all look like Danhausen. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not as charming. Well. Yeah. Mm. They don't have the red under the eyes. No. Yeah. So, next time. I won't say next week. Oh, it's hard to Fortnite fit it in week. when you've got like oh my God, it is, special jobs like we do. Right. Special jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, the next time, what we're going to review is an American werewolf in London. Oh. I've never seen really it. Really long hand that his hands like. Yes. Like goes like a 
like yeah, um, I've a seen broom bits. handle or something. I don't yeah, know. I've seen bits of it, but I've never seen, I've never yeah. actually watched it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there so for next time, watch An American Werewolf in London. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horror Pod, and we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. Yeah. And we're also on Buy Me a Coffee. If you want to listen to our Twin Peaks content, then uh, or request a film. Well, yeah, request a film. Request a film, yeah. You can do that through Buy Me a Coffee, which is at WNS Horror Pod again. Yeah. Lovely. That's us for this week. Stay safe, everyone. Bye.